If you feel like you've stalled out already at the beginning of the year, you're not alone. Let's get you moving and prepared to take on whatever challenges lie ahead. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode. I hope you got a chance to listen to my previous episode with Mike Chinelli, program manager at NASA, who talked about learning from failures, capturing lessons learned. There's so much that we can learn from NASA. One of the aspects that we touched on was the emotional impact of failure. So I wanted to dig a little deeper into that topic today. Speaking of NASA, I remember when our family had the opportunity many years ago to go to NASA's Kennedy Space Center and in Florida to watch a launch. And it was an incredible opportunity. It's such a vivid image in my memory because it was a midnight launch. And I'm sure it's exciting to see a launch during the day, but this was really a stunning scene to see this huge, bright white rocket spotlighted sitting on the ground before the launch, you know, positioned against the dark sky. They ended up scrubbing the launch one minute from the time that it was supposed to launch. And we couldn't believe it. We'd come so far to see it that we kept the kids awake. Um, and it was really disappointing that we didn't get to actually see it lift off. But in the world of NASA, that happens. You, you just follow the process. You adjust your expectations. So you may feel similarly as you counted down, you know, to the beginning of this year. And then you, you really feel like you're not taking off like you'd like to at the start. Or maybe you've had some kind of false start. Maybe you've stalled out. So many people I've spoken with have done that. It's been a little hard to get back on track and feel energized like you'd like to in the start of the year. So let's talk about some ways to help you take off and keep your momentum going, even in the face of failures, setbacks, disappointments. When you're dealing with a lot of difficult emotions, it, it can be a real challenge. And by keep going, I don't mean burying the emotions or ignoring feelings, you know, just plowing ahead. In fact, I think one of the best ways to keep going is by becoming more aware of your emotions, not judging them and processing your emotions in a constructive way, reflecting on lessons learned, as Mike talked about. I often say that emotions are indicators or teachers. So the more you learn from them, the better. And that actually gives you more power, more authentic power, otherwise avoiding or suppressing feelings or emotions can create resistance. And that manifests in, in a lot of unhealthy ways. You, you, even in your body, you might feel sick or tired, have aches and pains. And something I've learned is that the more you work through these difficult emotions, understanding some of the most challenging experiences that you've had, the better you are for other people, especially those that you lead. You have more empathy and capacity to help other people. So when you experience difficulties, failures, or setbacks, and you feel bad as a result of that, you can work through that. Even if you intellectually understand why something is happening, it doesn't always make it easy to deal with. So I want to share a few ways to help you cope and ultimately rise above whatever set setbacks that you might be facing now or that you might encounter in the future. Because setbacks are an inevitable part of life, especially in your journey as a leader. 
And it's especially timely to cover this topic at the beginning of the year so that you can prepare yourself in advance to minimize the internal personal disruption or frustration that often occurs. And I'll cover some things that you can do or ways that you can think to help you recover quickly and keep going to achieve what you need to do. So going back to the reflection on the rocket failures, I thought actually the rocket is a great analogy for what you need to do for yourself personally. When the rocket launches, it takes tons of fuel to get off the ground and into space. And then once it's in orbit, it requires less, at least that's my layman's explanation or understanding. (laughs) So the question for you to think about is what do you need to do to fuel your own tank right now as you're starting the year or as you're starting a big project or a new role even, if you're listening to this uh, at some other point during the year, what do you really need to do to help yourself get a good strong start? You probably need extra energy to get some momentum going. So I'll share some of what I do in my own personal experience and some of the advice I offer clients. Uh, One thing that you can do is to stay active, even in, in the winter when you want to be indoors, doing something outside, trying to get your body moving, gets a lot of energy going, fueling your body also with healthy foods. It sounds like common sense, but to be more conscious of what you're actually putting in your body and how you're using your body can be so helpful. Even before a big talk, there's some experts who recommend jumping around or moving around, kind of doing something to get your adrenaline going before your talk. It can help you be better on stage. Um, Another something to do is to build more personal time into your day for breathing, reflection, meditating, to take a quick rest or pause if you need to. More and more people are learning about the benefits of that kind of practice. Something else that you can do to fill your tank is to talk to other people who are good listeners, who can help you process if you need to, who understand what you're going through. Of course, uh, I like to talk to people on this podcast who inspire me, you know that. So the more people you can talk to who help you learn and grow, the more that will fill your tank as well. And then finally, you've got to let go of the ones that actually drain you, as I talked about in my uh, last episode of the year. It was episode number 130 called Let It Go. So those are a few things to, to think about. One of the challenges that I had at the end of the last year was I had allowed myself to really get too depleted given some of the responsibilities and challenges that I had to deal with. So more recently, I've been talking to more people in my market to learn more about their challenges and their goals, any problems that I might be able to help them solve. And that's something that you can do with your team as well, because sometimes you can become so focused on yourself and trying to solve the problems in your own life or work, where you just feel like it's, it's not easy to do. But when you can shift your focus to other people, you'll have more energy doing that. Have you ever felt like you're just better or more energized when you're helping other people? as opposed to trying to work on your own stuff. So it seems easier to solve other people's problems sometimes. Part of fueling your tank is being fueled by being of service. So that's one way that you can increase your positive impact. So you've got to fuel yourself in some way, in whatever way that looks like to you. Something else to do is to anticipate, even if you don't know exactly what might go off the rails or could go wrong this year, understand that that's just part of a bigger process, your longer path. Of course, whatever happens to you that is a negative experience is not what you had hoped for, but you can understand that it's not unusual and that it occurs as part of that bigger process or bigger picture. 
you know, when you watch a movie or TV show, there's always a part of the story where there's some drama or conflict, a problem, something that needs to be resolved. So when you look at the bigger arc of your own story, it's helpful to view whatever you're experiencing as just a setback that's part of that bigger story that's unfolding. I've learned to use the phrase, oh, this is the part when, so that you can, when you encounter those difficult moments, you can say, oh, this is that part when I just knew um, something might go wrong. (laughs) It can help you become more objective about what's happening. You step outside of yourself and you look at it instead of being in it so much. I often tell leaders to create big visions about what they want to achieve during the year, but to also anticipate what could get in your way or hold you back or go wrong. That way you can rehearse what possible problems could occur, even if you don't know the specifics. It's kind of like you're building muscle memory in advance, preparing yourself for what you need to do if or when you take a hit or fall. (laughs) So some of the things that you can do to keep your momentum going during your toughest moments throughout the year, and I have five. uh, One, something practical that you can do is to create a small doable next step. So maybe your your New Year's goal, you know, was to to lose weight or something that's very popular. And it seems hard if you want to lose 50 pounds, that seems like a lot. And you may even feel like you're not making progress if you gain a few pounds. And that happens. The same applies in your business or in your organization. If you set a big goal, uh, sometimes it can seem overwhelming if you're not looking at what the small steps are along the way. So identify just one small goal at a time as a next step so you can conquer them and feel a sense of accomplishment and movement. Uh, number two is to refuel. We talked about, f- you know, fueling your tank with a lot at the beginning to to get yourself launched. But as you know, on this journey, it will require some stamina And it's not a straight path. You'll have these ups and downs. You'll need to anticipate the challenges and the rocks along the way. So there will be points along the trail where you need to take a short break or a pause and you do what you need to do to take care of you. I also encourage you to let other people know that you're doing that so that there's not an expectation that you should be operating on full power, you know, showing up 100% during whatever time it is that you need to really give yourself a little break. And that leads to number three, which is leaning on your team or advisors. Trust that you've got people that you can turn to. Don't try to take on too much yourself. You're not alone. I love working with peer groups, mastermind groups. These groups can be extremely motivating and supportive during your toughest moments. So lean on the people that you trust. Build those relationships. Make that a priority in this year. Number four, something that you can do is double check the problem. Are you really working on the right problem? Um, You might apply the skip it principle as futurist Daniel Burris talks about. I've had him on one of my podcast episodes a couple of years ago now. Sometimes you can be so focused on a problem or a negative situation that keeps you stuck and you're distracted from something that's the real issue. So try asking yourself if this isn't the real problem what could it be? Try shifting to a different problem to see if you can get more traction going that way. Or of course, reframing the problem as an opportunity. It's just more motivating that way. Um, And finally, a reminder I say a lot on other episodes is to stay light. 
Keep it light. Look for the humor. This applies in your work and in your life. We often take work so seriously. So check to make sure that you're not making too much out of something and that you're keeping yourself grounded in your personal life as well. You know, as a quick example, another recent example, those of you who know me well know I struggle in the kitchen. I'm not a good cook, but I keep trying and I don't let my frustration and my failures stop me from trying. So my latest uh, attempt was a couple of days ago, I thought I would do something easy based on a dish that my sister makes. She says, it's so easy. You just throw some chicken breasts in a crock pot and you cook it on low all day and you add some seasoning and barbecue sauce and the chicken just you know, easily pulls apart. At the end of the day, it's a shredded chicken recipe. So I thought I would try that. I put everything in the pot. If she had told me to do, I let it cook on low all day and it just, gosh, it smelled so good. It made the house just smell wonderful all day. Couldn't wait to try it. So I turned the crock pot on warm at the end of the day before I went to work out so it would be ready when I came back. And about an hour later, I came in the house and the house smelled different. <laughs> it was not quite as good as it had been before kind of like some that something might be burning smell. So I ran over to the crock pot that was filled with black burned chicken. Apparently, I had accidentally turned the pot on high instead of warm. And it just burnt everything to a crisp. Oh, well, uh, it's another gale fail in the kitchen. <laughs> so no matter how simple and straightforward things seem, I still manage to make mistakes. I've learned to laugh at my experiences, and there are many, and share them with people like you and my friends because it just kind of makes me laugh at this point. Hopefully, it might even help someone who's listening in some way. Of course, you know, in your world, especially in your role as a leader, many of the issues and failures are quite serious, and there's a lot at stake, and you're dealing with other people's emotions too. If you have a lot of empathy, it can be extremely challenging. You don't have to be responsible for other people's emotions and what they experience, but you can have compassion for other people and yourself. As I mentioned earlier, it's good to acknowledge your own emotions when you're personally experiencing something negative. Don't try to ignore it. Let these emotions move through you. You'll actually be clearing space in a way. Sit with these emotions knowing they will pass do this on your own privately, however you need to. Remember, everything is temporary. And by staying with it, you actually expand your own capacity to handle difficult emotions. And that's really important to do as a leader. So this is sure to be another year filled with highs and lows and ups and downs and successes and setbacks. And I hope that this has helped you get some energy going so that you can withstand whatever challenges appear on your path this year. And when they do occur, you just say, oh, yeah, I was expecting this. <laughs> and more importantly, that you say, I've got this because I know you do. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I hope you keep filling or fueling your tank and doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.